Welcome. You're listening to the Think Like an Entrepreneur podcast because it turns out there's no such thing as a struggling entrepreneur. There are only business owners still operating from an employee mindset. I'm your host, business coach Katherine Morrison. Now let's dig in. Hello, my beautiful, magical soul family. How are all you guys doing today? How's 2022? Has Omicron paid a visit to your house yet? <laughs> I'll be honest, if you notice my voice is a little bit off, it's because uh, it visited my family over the past couple of weeks. And it's so funny, this past week in my mastermind, I think it was like a third of the entire mastermind was like down with COVID. So hope everybody is keeping themselves safe and warm and cozy and rested and healthy, all the things. So today we're going to be diving a little bit deeper into brand because this month is the month that you guys are getting welcomed into the Brand Alchemy Accelerator. And if you missed last week's episode, I would go back and listen to that before this one because it forms the foundation of the rest of our discussion around branding this month. Now with that in mind, as a quick refresher, for those of you that listened, what we covered last week was the biggest mistake made in branding is the way many solopreneurs approach it, which is from the lens of what kind of impression they think they should make, right? Like you want to make a quote unquote good impression on your potential clients. It sounds so innocent, right? Even like it could be a good idea, but it's only ever a good idea when it's coming from an amplified, genuine, unique expression of who you are. When people are impressed by your expression, that's what we call a beautiful, perfect match with an ideal client. If people are impressed by a false representation of yourself that you're putting out online that you don't believe or actually even represent, that's never, ever going to yield a meaningful, genuine connection to your brand. And as a solopreneur, your brand is you. So now that we're all on the same page, we get the importance of expression, the value of unearthing and cultivating your unique essence, infusing it into every single nook and cranny of your business. Let's talk about what that looks like from a practical perspective. Today, we are talking about the importance of cohesion. So to start, what the hell is cohesion? The definition I liked the most was from Cambridge, and while we'll tweak it slightly, I really liked their example sentence. So cohesion, according to Cambridge, is the situation when the members of a group or society are united. And then the example sentence it uses is, the lack of cohesion within the party lost them votes in the election. Now, instead of members within a group or society, today we're looking at your business as the society and the different parts you create or show up in your business are the members. And so then I want you to think about that like that sample sentence, the lack of cohesion within the party lost them votes in the election. The lack of cohesion in your energetic field, in your brand, will cost you clients. This is a much more holistic, true way to approach branding than thinking that your brand is your logo. Your brand is every facet of who you are and how you show up in your business. Your posts, your social media posts, the words you write to your marketing clients, those words actually have an energy behind them. 
right? And that's what we are looking at in the accelerator way more than copy tricks is what is the energetic field behind the words. Your voice, when you show up on video to market yourself, if you go to networking events and meet people, if you're a guest on podcasts or you host your own, your voice, its modulation and its intonation has an energy to it. Your posture and movements. When you're on video marketing yourself or at a networking event meeting people or on sales calls on Zoom with your clients, your posture and movements have an energy to them. Remember research studies put nonverbal communication at making up anywhere between 70 to 93% of communication. Up to 93% of communication, you guys, is not the literal words that are coming out of your mouth. Up to 93% of communication is all the other stuff in research study after research study. And where I'm seeing so many of you guys getting hung up on is thinking about the 7%, right? And you think that 7% is going to make or break you and you're not paying attention to the 70 to 93% that research study after research study says and indicates this is actually what composes effective communication, But you've got to consider that no matter the research study, the findings, right, are that the vast majority, posture, it's movement, voice intonation, modulation, it's the energy behind your words. This isn't like some, I mean, to be fair, we cover magic and intuition for sure in the accelerator, but like this is literally scientifically researched how it works in the world, right? Or let's talk about like, that's all of the internal stuff that's going on in you and the impact it has, right? But there's other things like your clothing, right? If your thoughts create your results, your current closet is composed of a set of beliefs and thoughts. Are they intentional, right? When people see you in the world, they see your clothing first before you ever even open your mouth to speak. Before people know your values, your mission, your hopes and dreams, they see what you're wearing. So are you using your clothing as a clear tool for communication? Are you encoding your outfit strategically and intentionally with messages about who you are? Can someone take one look at you while scrolling through their social media and immediately feel your energy, your fuck yes frequency, the moment that they see you? Your Zoom space. As someone running an online business, your office space, your Zoom space tells a story about who you are. It sends a message both to yourself and to your audience. Are you using your Zoom space as a strategic tool to clearly express your unique frequency? Like if we took you out of your office and dropped a dozen random strangers in your office and asked them to look at the space and tell us about the person who worked there, what would they say? Would they be able to nail exactly who you are very easily? And is what they would say reflective of the future you and the vision that you're committed to creating? Does your space reflect the magnitude of your goals and your desire? And is your unique essence just radiating, emanating out from them? This is what I mean when I talk about cohesion. And so many of you have been so confused about why the accelerator is so cheap, right? Like why is it only $3,000 for all of these different things, right? To nail your brand voiced, to totally reinvent your marketing, to reinvent your wardrobe, to study voice and posture, to redesign your office, right? It's like at least five different courses in one. Like most people sell one part of that for $3,000 and you get all of that in the accelerator. And it's because I did a course that completely is around cohesion of brand, right? 
And in order to be cohesive, it has to cover every nook and cranny of every one of those things, right? If we only covered a segment of those, then your look and feel would be disjointed. And disjointed is, at best, boring and unremarkable, so people keep scrolling. And at worst, it's totally confusing and weird for both you and your audience. And a confused mind never buys. It's a Donald Miller quote from StoryBrand. Love that quote. A confused mind never buys. Is your brand cohesive or is it confusing? So yes, the Brand Alchemy Accelerator is like five courses in one, but the work you'll all do is in module one of getting super clear on what your unique frequency is and then manifesting that in every single facet of your brand and business, okay? So that every inch of your business, your being, every nook and cranny emanates out your essence. It vibrates at a very intentional frequency, like, let's talk from a practical standpoint about what disjointed means. Like, imagine going to check in at a hotel and the lobby has a fountain and glittering, gilded, ornate wooden carvings and the moldings along the wall. And there are very ornate, fancy patterned rugs, tables decorated with large colored vases and ornate sculptures. And then when you get to your room, it's like minimalist modern design, like a lot of glass and steel. It's very stark. There's no area rug. It's just a poured concrete floor and very plain high thread count white Egyptian cotton sheets. It'd be kind of weird, right? You'd be like, wait, where the fuck am I? (laughs) I entered the lobby and I thought I was in one hotel and now I seem to be in another now that I'm in my room. And then you go into the bathroom and it hasn't been cleaned. There's like mold in the grout in the shower. The water pressure in the sink barely works. It's like trickling out even when it's fully turned on. The towels have makeup stains on them. And there's like, you know what? Let's just say there's like an ashtray in there with old cigarettes, okay? You'd be like, what the fuck is happening? Am I in the twilight zone? First, I thought I was in a fancy old school hotel, and then it transformed into a fancy modern hotel, and now it's like I'm in an old motel where Flo, the cleaning lady, is about to come in while smoking a cigarette with a mom in her hand to clean this place up. That wouldn't be a very good, cohesive hotel stay experience for you, would it? So are you creating an intentional, cohesive experience for your audience and how they experience you and your business that is 100 up? percent a reflection of your unique expression, not some impression you're trying to make. Now, to be clear, for most of you, it's not that crazy. For a lot of you, there's actually just been no intention or conscious decisions around it, particularly around your office space. Like most people go to clothing stores and they just look at what the clothing store has on the mannequins, what the fashion industry decided they should buy right now, and they don't run it through a very clear filter of whether it meets their criteria of what their unique essence is and whether that thing on the mannequin represents them. And most people have office spaces that are reflective of the best that West Elm or Target had or the old stuff their mom or their best friend was giving away and they just took it and shoved it in their office, right? Rather than looking at, are these things all uniquely reflective of me and my energy? And this has everybody looking like everybody else, very static filled. Like one of the things I realized when I did my wardrobe work was how unconscious 
I had been about wearing athleisure wear. And when I thought about it for five seconds, athleisure wear was not at all what represented my unique essence. It wasn't an item of clothing that helped me to amplify my frequency in the world. And it was so interesting because when I did the work to identify that my highest frequency actually involved an excessive amount of sequins, I realized that my athleisure wear had partly been me being unconscious and just buying what was marketed to me. But then because that's what most people are doing, like just unconsciously buying, I realized I was scared to wear so many sequins, especially when I thought about like walking to the bus stop to pick my kids up when all the other moms were wearing athleisure because I was afraid they would judge me and be like, all the who do you think you are stuff came up. And then I started allowing myself to wear it more and more. And recently I was in Louisville to meet with my coach and my $2 million mastermind. And I was wearing a really loud metallic dress and I ended up being out and had, I was like a few blocks away from the hotel I was staying at. I was out with girlfriends. It was very late in the night. And I, rem- I don't know, it was probably like 2 a.m. And I was like, oh, I'm fine. Just a few blocks away. And I remember walking out and there were very few people on the street. And there were several men and two of them started catcalling me. Not aggressively, but disrespectfully. And as a woman alone in the middle of the night, I had the thought, that I shouldn't have allowed myself to be so bright. I shouldn't have allowed myself to be so visible in the world, to look so big and obvious, to have dared to have worn such a dress, blaming myself, right, for what was happening, (laughs) right? Instead of wearing something that would have just allowed me to be inconspicuous and hide and quote unquote, not be bothered walking down the street. And it had a happy ending because the third guy that was with the other two reprimanded them and I got home safely. But because I now just so instinctively am the watcher of my thoughts, of my conditioning, I was able to track exactly the way I was speaking to myself, like blaming myself for wearing clothing that was like totally me rather than being like, wait a second, there's something fucked up in the world that like this is apparently appropriate, right? And instead of being inside of my thoughts and thinking that they are me, I was able to track what was happening and to clear that pattern. Like keeping yourself small doesn't just happen in your goals. It's also happening in your wardrobe. It's also happening in your marketing. How we do one thing is how we do everything. And when we're looking at what's happening in the accelerator, the reason why we're covering every nook and cranny is because there's static everywhere and we're fucking clearing it from every single thing in your brand and your business. And to create cohesion in my field, in my wardrobe, had me face so many limiting beliefs, so many unconscious thought patterns. Wardrobe work? People think clothes are like super silly. Well, some people. Wardrobe work is actually extremely deep, sacred work. And it's such a fun, playful angle to unearth a lot of the patterns, like all the patterns that are in your marketing, they're also in your closet. We're going to find them all. Now, I mentioned this briefly last week, but one of the things I found in doing office work with people is that creating cohesion there is often less about rooting out the impressions you're trying to make on others in the world from a place of feeling like you're not enough and trying to compensate. For a lot of people early on in their online business, their space, their office space, just lacks a general sense of regard for themselves, like it looks and feels slapped together. There's like pieces of old furniture that don't make sense in the space, that don't look good. There's like printers that don't work anymore just on the floor, right? They often aren't even optimally functional for any real purpose in the room. And when people actually take the time to look around their space and feel what it does to them in their bodies, 
what they feel is very bleh. And if your office space is the space where you spend all of your working hours in, you want to ask yourself, why would you allow it to be a space that when your body attunes to, you feel bleh, right? You want to think about how is that impacting your work and your mood when the space you seat yourself in is completely uninspiring. And if that's how your body feels in it, and it's impacting the work that you're producing, how do you think your audience feels about seeing it? So now, do a quick scan on all the parts of your business, right? The general energy of your social media posts, the images you use in your posts, your posture and voice in video and audio, your clothing, your Zoom space. Is there intentional cohesion Do you feel coherent or do you feel confused? Have you been deeply intentional in cultivating coherence in your field to optimize the way you want to feel and to amplify your unique essence? And have you been deeply intentional about coherence in the brand your audience sees, using it strategically as a tool to encode it with your specific frequency to completely differentiate yourself? to send a message before someone ever hears you open your mouth. Branding work is look and feel. And look and feel is energy. And when you've been intentional about your look and feel, you deeply impact and influence the way you feel day to day in your business. And when you've been intentional, your audience can also feel you and your unique essence. And when your audience can clearly feel you, they can desire you. And when they desire you, they hire you. The Brand Alchemy Accelerator opens in just two weeks, and we're going to have an entire community of people cultivating their unique essence, right? Not my essence, their essence. We're going to find your unique essence and building intense desire in the marketplace. And desire is a great place to end this because we'll pick back up on this in a couple episodes in a deeper, deeper exploration of desire, of pleasure, and how practical it is as a motivational tool for you in creating powerfully in your business and as a very potent and reliable marketing strategy for amplifying your income. Now go forth and create cohesion, my soul tribe. I will see you all next week. Thank you.